Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This is Brad Constantine, and this discussion is going to be 2 Nephi chapter 33. Now, this uh, chapter is Nephi's final testimony, and I want you to be thinking about what you would say if you knew that this was your last minute or a couple minutes here to, to bear your final testimony to the world. What would it be? What would you say? So let's go ahead and get into this one. Verse 1, And now I, Nephi, cannot write all the things which were taught among my people, Neither am I mighty in writing like unto speaking. For when a man speaketh by the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost carrieth it unto the hearts of the children of men. But behold, there are many that harden their hearts against the Holy Spirit, that it hath no place in them. Wherefore they cast many things away which are written, and esteem them as things of naught. But I, Nephi, have written what I have written, and I esteem it as of great worth, and especially unto my people, for I pray continually for them by day. And mine eyes water my pillow by night because of them, and I cry unto my God in faith, and I know that he will hear my cry. And I know that the, notice that he's saying here, I know, uh, the last couple things he said, I know that they will hear my cry, <clears throat> that God will hear his prayer, and I know that the Lord God will consecrate my prayers for the gain of my people. And the words which I have written in weakness will, will be made strong unto them, for it persuadeth them to do good. It maketh known unto them of their fathers, and it speaketh of Jesus, and persuadeth them to believe in him, and to endure to the end, which is life eternal. And it speaketh harshly against sin, according to the plainness of the truth. Wherefore, no man will be angry at the words which I have written, save he shall be of the spirit of the devil. <clears throat> I glory in plainness, I glory in truth, I glory in my Jesus, for he hath redeemed my soul from hell. Sounds here like uh, Nephi's had his calling election made sure, because he knows he's going to be uh, exalted. I have charity for my people and great faith in Christ that I shall meet many souls spotless at his judgment seat. I have charity for the Jew. I say Jew because I mean them from whence I came. We know that uh, Nephi, not being a Jew, but of the house of uh, Joseph, uh, but because he was from Israel, he considers himself a Jew. <clears throat> Verse 9, I also have charity for the Gentiles, but behold, for none of these can I hope except they shall be reconciled unto Christ and enter into the narrow gate, and walk in the straight path which leads to life, and continue in the path until the end of the day of probation. And now, my beloved brethren, and also Jew, and all ye ends of the earth, hearken unto these words, and believe in Christ. And if ye believe not in these words, believe in Christ. And if ye shall believe in Christ, ye will believe in these words. For they are the words of Christ, and he hath given them unto me, and they teach all men that they should do good." Sounds like Nephi understands that uh, his words are going to be read in the last days, that these aren't just for his people, uh, but they're, they're actually written for us specifically. <clears throat> the Book of Mormon is the most Christ-centered scriptural record ever published. Every doctrine within its covers is but an appendage to a central theme, the testimony that Jesus is the Christ. All who believe in Christ will believe the words of this book. One cannot truly believe in the Bible and at the same time not believe in the Book of Mormon. There is not that person on the face of the earth, Brigham Young said, who has had the privilege of learning the gospel of Jesus Christ from these two books, meaning the Bible and the Book of Mormon, that can say that one is true and the other is false. No Latter-day Saint, no man or woman can say the Book of Mormon is true 
and at the same time say that the Bible is untrue. If one be true, both are, and if one be false, both are false. To believe the words of one is to believe the words of both. And that was from uh, Milton McConkie in Doctrinal Commentary of the Book of Mormon. Verse 11, And if they are not the words of Christ, judge ye, for Christ will show unto you with power and great glory that they are his words at the last day. In other words, at the final judgment. And you and I shall stand face to face before his bar, and ye shall know that I have been commanded of him to write these things, notwithstanding my weakness. If we believe in Christ, and if we are faithful, or I'm sorry, if we are familiar with the voice of Christ, we will know that these words are his words. If we do not know that, if, if any who read do not, it is not a fault in the language or the authors or the translator. It is a fault in the reader. And one day, standing before the bar of God, all those who have received this book will know it. Verse 12, And I pray the Father in the name of Christ that many of us, if not all, may be saved in his kingdom at that great and last day. And now, my beloved brethren, all those who are of the house of Israel and all ye ends of the earth, I speak unto you as the voice of one crying from the dust. Farewell until that great day shall come. And you that will not partake of the goodness of God and respect the words of the Jews and also my words and the words which shall proceed forth out of the mouth of the Lamb of God, behold, I bid unto you an everlasting farewell, for these words shall condemn you at the last day. Notice the, notice the books that he's mentioning here when he says, uh, with respect to the words of the Jews, meaning the Old Testament, the mouth of the Lamb of God, meaning the New Testament and the words which proceed from his mouth, or from his words, the Book of Mormon. So we have the Bible and the Book of Mormon that he's talking about here in verse 14. President Benson said, Do eternal consequences rest upon our response to this book? Yes, either to our blessing or our condemnation. Every Latter-day Saint should make the study of this book a lifetime pursuit. Otherwise, he is placing his soul in jeopardy and neglecting that which could give spiritual and intellectual unity to his whole life. There is a difference between a convert who is built on the rock of Christ through the Book of Mormon and stays hold of that iron rod and one who is not. President Romney said, For me, there could be no more compelling or no more impelling reason for reading the Book of Mormon than this statement of the Lord that we shall be judged by what is written in it. President Benson said, What is the major purpose of the Book of Mormon? To bring men to Christ and to be reconciled to him. It helps us draw nearer to God. Is there not something deep in our hearts that longs to draw nearer to God, to be more like him in our daily walk, to feel his presence with us constantly? If so, then the Book of Mormon will help us do more, do so more than any other book. It is not just that the Book of Mormon teaches us truth, though it indeed does that. It is not just that the Book of Mormon bears testimony of Christ, though it indeed does that too. But there is something more. There is a power in the book which will begin to flow into your lives the moment you begin a serious study of the book. You will find greater power to resist temptation. You will find the power to avoid deception. You will find the power to stay on the straight and narrow path. When you begin to hunger and thirst after these words, you will find life in greater and greater abundance. That was from President Benson. Verse 15, I, for what I seal on earth shall be brought against you at the judgment bar. For thus hath the Lord commanded me, and I must obey. Amen. So you can tell from this last verse that Nephi holds priesthood authority uh, because of, he's been able to seal things on earth, uh, which are also sealed in heaven. I bear testimony of the truth of the Book of Mormon and uh, Nephi's words here that uh, we need to be studying and understand the Book of Mormon better. And I pray that these lessons might be doing some of that. It might be helping someone, at least one person, 
to gain a better understanding and appreciation of the Book of Mormon. I bear testimony of its truthfulness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you like this podcast, let others know. Spread the word.